I'm Kerry Fink, and welcome to today's edition of Kingdom Living with Glenn Reppel. How are you today, Glenn? Hey, fantastic. It's great to be just speaking the Word of God all over, all over the world. Thank you. You know, you know as, we, uh, as we continue to do this, and I really call this, uh, Glenn, a Bible study, because, you know, the things that we talk about in a Kingdom Living uh, teaching really are just quoting scripture, right? So it's not as if this is an opinion. It's not as if uh, we're presenting a theory. It's literally just reading what the word of God has to say about things. And uh, if you're new to this, let me tell you that this is now literally episode number 80, 80. This is the 80th edition of Kingdom Living. And we have uh, really um, uh, gone some places that have really opened some pathways for people to uh, explore kingdom living in a major way. Glenn, it goes all the way back originally to where you started with uh, what God gave you in the book, Fraud, what God has to say about the tactics of the enemy. And in here, in this book, which is just 40 bite-sized chapters, you really laid out a case that explains how a lot of the things that we experience in the world today, which are very frustrating to us, we say, why do you know bad things seem to happen to good people and all those kind of things? And it really comes back to, Glenn, the teachings that you distilled out of that, for example, where we talk about green line, red line living. And as we've grown and progressed through all these teachings, Glenn, we've hit some really, really, I think, uh, transformational topics. Um, we had... We've covered things like victory now, because so often in traditional uh, teachings, we're always taught to wait for the, quote, sweet by and by. And, and I love how you're really tearing up that whole script and going right back to the Word of God to pull out what God says. Heaven is open now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're going to be getting into that now. <laughs> Heaven <laughs> is open now. You know, and, and we've just bought into this idea of the future so much, Gary. Yeah, and I think a lot of times maybe that frustrates, you know, we, we know that uh, even people who say, they, they, I go to church every week, I, I follow my uh, pastor's guidance and things like that, but I still can't get that breakthrough I'm looking for. And I think a lot of times, Glenn, maybe that has to do with this limited, it's almost like we put blinders on and we go, we understand the salvation uh, that Jesus uh, uh, provides for us, but we feel like we have to experience it sometime in the future. And by the way, viewer, if you're new to this, I want to encourage you to visit thereppleminute.com because you can rewind, go back and watch uh, to the very beginning of the Kingdom Living series. You can also go back even farther than that because, Glenn, you've been doing the REPL Minute, the daily Monday through Friday biblical motivational piece, you've been doing that not uh, continuously since 2006. So there's so much good kingdom living teaching that exists in there too. But I'm really excited about where we are going today uh, because this just keeps building on these topics that we've been covering. Like the last episode was Death Has Been Dismantled. The episode before that, Gain Is Now. And, and Glenn, I see the pattern as you as you're working through the teachings, you, you're, you're, you're trying to have us get a, a, a revelation of the fact that heaven is open now, that all this access has been granted. 
You know, Kiri, it, it's so true because as, as we've said, and you said it again, is um, uh, the, the, it's about the word of God. And, and we've, we've mentioned this before about, I, I just really love reading the word of God. And, and there's so many different translations. And when I start asking a question, and that's where, where the book fraud came from, is what lies am I believing and have believed to be true, and it's really not true. And so there, uh, and, and the word of God uh, shows that it's not true. So we're gonna be talking about another one of those today, but but in, the word of God will explain the word of God. So I, a lot of times I'll put down on the margin, I'll ask the question, I'll go into different translations asking the question, and then here's the key. The key is this, there's only one translator. We need to get that. There's only one translator of the truth, and that's the Holy Spirit living inside of us. And when we can get that, I'll never forget when, when I was challenged to read the Bible through in a year, uh, several years ago, and uh, I did it just to say I read it through, uh, and then it was in the second year reading it through that the Holy Spirit revealed to me in Galatians when Paul said, I didn't learn this from any man. I learned it from the revelation of the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is our guide and as our teacher. So as we go through the scriptures today, uh, just, just to understand, this is not a, a Carrie and a Glenn show. Uh, this, this is uh, a, a, the scriptures going to be reading scriptures. Uh, so are we ready to get into it, Carrie? Let's go. <laughs> okay. So as we, as we go today, again, just the definition of fraud uh, that we need to understand is uh, Wikipedia defines fraud as follows in, in law. Fraud is a deliberate deception to secure unfair or unlawful gain or, or to deprive a victim of a legal right. And we need to understand our legal rights in the kingdom of God uh, are, are covered with lies and, and have been fraudulently taken from us. Marion Webster defines fraud as follows, intentional perversion of truth intentional perversion of truth in order to induce another to part with something of value or to surrender a legal right. And, and the book fraud just goes into that so, so much. So here's, here's one of the questions. We've asked this in a, in a past podcast, but just in a little different way here today. When are we face-to-face -face with God? Because I, I hear so many times that, oh, uh, now he, he's passed away. Now it'd be face-to-face -face with the Lord. And, and uh, so when are we face-to-face -face with God? And what we want to do is put the fraud fire extinguisher on we become one with the Father in the future. So we've bought into the idea that we become one with the Lord in the future, when in actuality, we're face-to-face -face with the Father now. Oh, we, we, we got to get this. And see, again, we have a now gospel. What is, what was, what is to come is now and everything. So even in the prophetic times uh, pointing to the Messiah, it was a now gospel saying, hey, we get the Messiah now, even though he's coming. And so we've taken so much of the gospel into the future, which he wants to dwell inside of us now. And he does dwell inside of us now. So let's look at this scripture. This is John 14, 18. At no time 
will you be orphaned or abandoned by me? I come to abide face to face with you. And those that are first time listening, I really just challenge you, read John 14. Read it in many different translations. Uh, and and, and uh, this is the mirror translation here because it uses the word face to face. I come to abide face to face with you. Come on. That's now, not in the future, to abide with you face to face in the future. And as we always start uh, each of our teachings, and it, I think it's important uh, that we just really understand, uh, as, as Carrie was talking about, the green line, which is, is, the, is, the, is the designed life that God has for us. He designed us to never die, to live forever. Uh, and, and, and again, we are ageless. God is outside of time. And so we have that living inside of us. So we ask the question, we ask the question, what are the three greatest historical events ever? And really, you know, and, and again, if you think about it, what are the three greatest historical events ever? And, and again, creation is the first one, is, is God created the heavens and the earth. And what's so neat, we'll talk about this a little more today, but he spoke 10 times, 10 times. He said, let there be, let there be, let there be. He spoke, he spoke his word. His word is powerful. And, and we've said this in the past, what's the most powerful thing that you own? And it's your words, life and death is in the power of your mouth, your tongue, and out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. So God spoke into existence. He created the heavens and earth, and he made man in his image and likeness. And he said, okay, in the garden here, you can eat anything. Everything's available to you here in this garden. And he says, you got the tree of life in the middle here, and you also, of the garden, you have the tree of of, of good and evil, which is the tree of death. And if you eat of this, and the command that he gave is, if you eat of this, you will surely die. And so, and we've got teachings and past podcasts on this. And so when he, they ate of that tree, when Adam eat, ate of that tree, he died spiritually and physically. That was not God's de design for man. Man's design is to live forever and never die. We've got scriptures uh, in our teachings. We've gone uh, through that. And so that's creation. And again, what we see is the two trees, the tree of I am, I am, and the tree of I am not. And, and, uh, this, and then when they ate from that tree, the fall came into existence, and that's death, sickness, and disease. And again, we have to think about this. When did sickness and disease start? Adam and Eve weren't supposed to get sick. That was never the design of man. And they created this body uh, with the cells and the blood and, and, and just every, the nervous system and, and digestive system, and everything was created to last. And so we have the fall. And so in, in the fall uh, was, was, was the disobedience of Adam rejecting what God had said and said, I'm going to go my own way. I'm going to, I'm going to uh, be, become independent. And so we lost that fellowship uh, that, that we had with God. And so with that, and the third and greatest uh, uh, historical event 
is number three. And this is so powerful. And we then, and again, see, we're born into this kingdom of darkness. We're born into that kingdom of darkness. But with the third and greatest historical event is redemption. And, and look at this definition here of darkness. Darkness represents mankind's ignorance of the redeemed identity and innocence. And we're going to talk about this a little more. That's darkness, people not knowing their identity in the redeemed identity, which Jesus came. God loved so much, he brought Jesus into the world to redeem mankind and to have heaven open up so we can enter in, enter in heaven now. Heaven is open now, and we've been recreated back into the image and likeness and identity of, of, the, of the innocence that Adam and Eve had in the beginning. They were innocent. They weren't supposed to know evil. They're only supposed to know good because when, when God spoke it, he says, this is good. And that's what that was never the intended purpose. The green line is the intended purpose for mankind was an in innocence. We've been recreated back in the image and likeness of God with the Holy Spirit living inside of us. So darkness represents mankind's ignorance, ignorance of their redeemed identity and inheritance. I, I just think that's so neat and so powerful. So let's look at some of the scriptures that really tie tie this together. And, and, and again, I you know, just the whole book of John and, and the first chapter of John is just so good. And we read, and this is the AMPC. In the beginning, in the beginning, before all time was what? The Word, the Word, Christ. So the Word is Christ. Christ is the Word. And the Word was God. And the Word was God himself. So we have the Word, Christ, God, all, all together. So in the beginning, before time, was the Word, Christ, Christ, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God himself, and he was present originally with God. So Christ was originally present with God. The Word was present with God. All things were made and came into existence through him, Christ, and without him was not even one thing made that has come into being. In him was life, and the life was the light of man, light of men. And this is the scripture here. And the light shines on the darkness, for the darkness has never overpowered it, but but it out of but put it out of absorbed it or appropriated it, and it in unreceptive to it. So in other words. See, and this goes back to that definition of darkness. Dark, darkness represents mankind's ignorance to the redeemed identity and, and innocence. It's not going to accept the light. That's what darkness does. You know, it's that hardness of a heart. And so uh, they're not allowing their heart to allow the word of God to come in. They're unreceptive to the light, the light. And again, this is a part of just the challenge and, and just speaking to you is, is, is to want to know the truth and the truth sets us free. And that's one of the reasons of writing the book is, is I, I want more and more of the truth as, as the Lord would reveal his word to, to, to me and to us. 
And so here is, is in John 3, 13 to something is a cogenesis in Christ. So, and again, this is part of knowing uh, and having the perspective, a, a heavenly perspective. No one can fully engage in heaven's perspective unless one's heavenly origin is realized. The Son of Man declares mankind's cogenesis from above, from above, restored, redeemed. We've been redeemed from above. So, and then in, in, and in John 3, verses 3 through 8, and, and this, is, this is important that we understand because we're talking about being born again from above, and that's a spiritual rebirth. And, and again, these are things that we know, but it's important we have a degree of understanding because this is Jesus speaking, and this is in the Passion Translation. So we need to see Jesus is speaking here. Jesus answered Nicodemus. Listen to this. I love this. So many times when Jesus spoke, he, he would say, listen to this eternal green line truth, eternal forever truth. Before a person can even perceive God's kingdom, they must first experience a rebirth. Because <laughs> the fall had already happened. So now, now here they must experience a rebirth. And so this, that was Jesus. Now, Nicodemus said, rebirth? How can a gray-haired man be reborn? It's impossible for anyone to go back into the womb a second time and be reborn. And here Jesus answers again. Jesus answered, I speak again in eternal truth. Unless you're born of water and the Spirit, you'll never enter God's kingdom. So look at what he says here. For the natural realm only gives birth to things that are natural. But, but, but the spiritual realm gives birth to the supernatural life. And again, that same seed of word that entered into the womb of Mary is the same word seed that enters into our heart, our spirit, the spirit, the spirit is life. And that comes in. So the spiritual realm gives birth to supernatural life. You shouldn't, and this is Jesus speaking, you shouldn't be amazed by my statement. You are, you must be born from above. Heaven's got to enter into us now. Where the spirit wind blows as it chooses, you can hear it sound, but you don't know where it came from or where it's going. So it is the same with those who are spirit born. The spirit comes, it is word, it is life, and it comes in and enters us. And so we read also, and this is a scripture that is just a core, core scripture as we learn today about being face-to-face -face with the Lord now, face-to-face -face with the Lord now. And this, this is a Colossians 3, verses 1 to 4. And again, in almost every teaching, I'm going to be going through this because I think this is such a core scripture of our identity of knowing uh, who we are and, and the resurrected power, the redeemed uh, innocence, the re redemption that we've got uh, through Christ Jesus. And so what we read is Christ's resurrection, and I like to personalize, is my resurrection too. Christ's resurrection is your resurrection too. This is why we yearn for all that is above, for that's where Christ sits enthroned in the place of all power, honor, and authority. 
And guess who's sitting there with him? We are. We're going to see that we ascended with him. So he, that's where he sits enthroned in the place of all power, honor, and authority. He's turned over to us also. So yes, feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill your thoughts with heavenly realities, not with the distractions of the natural realm. Here we go. Your crucifixion, my crucifixion with Christ has severed the tie to this life. And now, and now my, your true life is hidden away in God, in Christ. Mm -hmm. Let me just make sure we get this. We talked about uh, Christ's crucifixion is my crucifixion, is your crucifixion too. And now we're talking about your, my crucifixion with Christ has severed the tie to this life because I died with Christ, I rose with Christ, I'm sitting with Christ now. Your crucifixion with Christ has severed the tie to this life, and now my true life is hidden away with God in Christ Jesus. And this is so important, as Christ himself, as Christ himself is seen for who he really is, who you really are will also be revealed who you really are. You're not a sinner. You've been redeemed. You've been recreated through the blood of Jesus. So who you really are will also be revealed. For you are now, keyword, now one with him in his glory. That's a face-to-face. -face. You are now one with him in his glory. And glory is his, is his presence. It's his presence uh, is, is there with us now. So in, 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 in Luke 11, uh, uh, verse 10, we read, uh, and this is so important, that we, we, we just ask, Lord, I want your presence. I want to see you face to face. I want to be with you. And so here it is. So it is with your prayers. Ask and you'll receive. Seek and you'll discover. Knock, knock, knock on the heaven's door and it'll be one day opened for you. That's not in the sweet by and by. It's when your heart is open, you're asking, you're seeking, and you want to know the truth. Every persistent person will see what he asks for. Every persistent seeker, seeker will discover what he needs. And everyone who knocks persistently one day will find an open door into the heaven being open now. So, here we are face to face in, in, in Ephesians 2 verses 6, it says, he raised us up with Christ, the exalted one, and we ascended with him into the glorious perfection and authority of the heavenly realm. For we are what? Now co-seated as one with Christ. Wow. Face to face with Christ. We died with Christ. We, we were crucified with Christ. We died. We were buried with him, defeated uh, the, the Satan. We rose with him. We were resurrected with him. And we ascended with him. And we're sitting in the heavenly right realm right now. We're co-seated with him. That's really an important part to understand and grasp. So, this is a scripture that really radically changed me too. Uh, probably about eight years ago, uh, going through a situation, had you know had a circumstance that I was just focused on the circumstance, 
and then got into the word of God. And then Romans 10, verse 19 through 23, just came alive for me. And we're face-to-face -face in the presence of God. And we can boldly enter into his holy place. Let's look at this. So dear brothers and sisters, we can boldly enter heaven's most holy place because of what? Not because of Carrie and Glenn or anything any of us listening has done. We can enter because of the blood of Jesus. We can boldly enter into heaven's most holy place because of the blood of Jesus. By his death, by his death, Jesus opened, Jesus' death, Jesus opened a new and life-giving way through the curtain into the most holy place. Because the outer course, the holy place, and the holy of holies, so we can enter into the presence because of the blood of Jesus. The curtain, the veil was torn on the cross. And since we have a, high, a great high priest who rules over God's house, we're going to talk about house there in a second. Over God's house, let us go right into face-to-face -face, the presence of God with sincere hearts, fully trusting him for our guilty. And again, the day that, I, that this really began, I was carrying a guilty conscience. I was carrying, carrying that. And all of a sudden, the scripture just really wiped that away because I began to recognize my redeemed my redeemed in, uh, identity, the innocence that I have in Christ Jesus as a child of God. For our guilty consciences have been sprinkled with Christ's blood to make us clean. And our bodies have been washed with pure water. So let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm for God can be trusted to keep his promises. Wow. You know, I, I was just with my grandson this uh, yesterday and, and we we're playing some baseball and a couple of little kids came walking by and these little kids, they're probably five, six, seven years old. And they're saying, mom, you lied, you lied, you lied, you lied. And the mother came back and says, you know, that's what promises are for. The promises are to be broken. Oh, my heart just shattered just hearing that because God's can his promises are true they are kept and we're speaking that promises are to be broken what good is our word the word the word does not return so what we speak and what we say are so so important and the promises of god are never to be broken they are there and they've stood the test of ages so let's let's look at uh face to face and we're face to face now and, and this, this is in John 14, 18 through 20 in, in the mirror translation. At no time, and, and again, I, I just recommend and just go into uh, John 14 because uh, it's just so powerful to recognize who we are in Christ, that Christ is in God, God's in Christ, uh, we're in Christ, the Holy Spirit. And this is where the introduction to the Holy Spirit is coming. So what we see here is, at no time will you be orphaned or abandoned by me. I come to abide face to face with you. We spoke about this uh, before. In a little while, verse 19, a little while, the world will no longer see me, but I will be tangibly visible to you, uh, to you in the very life we share together. 
And, and in that day, you will know that we are in seamless union with one another. So this is really important that, 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 we, that we understand that we are in seamless union with God now. And, and it goes on to say here in verse 20, I am in the Father, you are in me, and I am in you. I am in the Father, you are in me, and I am in you. And, and what that's saying, and we just put this over here to the side, is I am in my Father, Glenn is in, in the Father is in me, and I am in Glenn. So we just kind of personalize that. I am in my Father, that's Jesus is in my Father, and Glenn is in Jesus, and I am in, Jesus is in me. So Carrie, th this is just such an, an important teaching that we understand uh, that, that we can be face-to-face -face with the Lord now. We don't have to wait. And when the Holy Spirit, which came and it talks about, I'm gonna leave you, I'm gonna leave you. And he's prepared a home for us. And that home is to live inside of us. And, and he says, if I had not told you about this, uh, I, you know, because he's going away and he's leaving the Holy Spirit to come live and abide inside of us now. And so uh, it's a, we're dealing with a now gospel uh, that, that with God. And it's so important that we grasp this and uh, in, in, in understand that I am in the Father, you're in me, and I am in you. You know, Glenn, that kind of goes back to something we've talked about uh, a good bit in the past, which is, you know, if we really believed what our Bible says, the kind of things that we would be able to accomplish, because when you read the words that are on the page and you trust them as the Word of God, there is no other conclusion to be drawn other than just what you're saying, that we are, in fact, have the right to be face to face with God. And that's honestly one of the things that I think is so transformational about the teachings here in the Kingdom Living series and what you build upon uh, with those Monday through Friday REPL Minute uh, Kingdom Living um, biblical encouragements is it is a reminder to move off of that red line living, which is where the enemy would have you stay, and to move to what God has ordained for you. You know, we've done shows in the past, Glenn, uh, talking about your new citizenship. And that's exactly what you're talking about. When you achieve that, um, that decision, that, that moment where you say, I'm going to uh, accept what God has stated in the Bible is true and how it applies to my life, you really can't reach a different decision uh, other than what we're already talking about. Uh, so, and all those things then lead, just like you always talk about, to this believer's declaration of legal rights, because when you accept that new citizenship, when you understand you are face-to-face, -face, then all these things are added unto you, really is the best way I could say it. Yeah, amen, amen, yeah, yeah, and it's, and it's just so, it's, it's so important that we understand, we're dealing with a now gospel, and we've been kind of trained to think, well, oh, I, I can't have that, I, it's that guilt, sin, consciousness that we've been 
teaching about too versus the righteousness consciousness that 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 jesus wiped away for us and, yes. and we understand our identity so if anything we've been teaching about our identity of who we are in christ and it's just so important that we recognize that so yeah. let me just read the declaration uh here our believers declaration and again these are our legal rights our kingdom legal rights i'm a special race as a child of god as a citizen of the kingdom of god in the body of christ in a kingdom of priests because really that's a part of what we're doing here is we're proclaiming the word the word became flesh and dwelt among us and it was a part of it. and he had to leave to bring god the holy spirit to dwell inside of our temple now so i belong to the family of god i can enter into god's presence boldly now which we just taught on and i have i have been recreated recreated redeemed recreated in god's image and likeness of love i manifest and experience heaven on earth now with now with righteousness peace and joy and as we even and as as everyone listens and reads the scriptures you're going to see that even the lord's prayers bring heaven to earth now you know he came to do that and to manifest and so so you as as you hear and listen to this teaching you hopefully the lord the holy spirit will open up your heart to see he wants to be present in your tabernacle now i'm restored redeemed and recreated back with god the father god the father god the son god the holy spirit living we're in making his home in me now in this tabernacle body now i have the word of god where dwelling in me now i have the crown of righteousness on my head and wear the garment of praise which is my my robe of righteousness, not by anything that any of us have done. It's by the blood of Jesus. He's made us righteous. He who knew no sin became sin so that we could become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And so we're not sinners. He, he you know, that defeats what Jesus did uh, on the cross and then defeating Satan and raising from the grave, the resurrection power lives inside of us. And I have the legal rights and privileges with that resurrection, resurrection power to, to use the name of Jesus. I have legal authority as a believer over the principalities, powers and rulers of the kingdom of darkness. And I have through the Holy Spirit living in me, in us, the resurrection power to cast out demons and to lay hands on the sick and they are healed. These are the legal rights. Some of the legal rights, there are more, there's more as they're revealed to us. You know, Glenn, those are, uh, those are so important for people to really access and appropriate. You know, it's, it's, it's the thing that you look at them, you read the words that are on the paper, but it's like I keep coming back to, it's, it's almost like that question uh, Jesus asked, do you believe Martha? You know, will you, accept this because this isn't this is all straight uh straight from the bible and that's why each broadcast plan we make available uh this believer's declaration of legal rights it's a pdf that you can go uh you'll see the link right here on the screen where you can go and download this pdf for yourself i suggest maybe printing it out maybe putting it in a place that's very prominent for you wherever that is 
so that you have a daily uh, just look up from your desk, look up from your uh, wherever you are, maybe in your kitchen, maybe in your place of work, however you want to do it, but that you have that ability to refresh your spirit with the Be Believer's Declaration of Legal Rights. And the other tool I think, Glenn, is very important also is one that we've offered several times also called One with Christ in Glory Certificate, because that Bible passage is so yeah. important. One kind of hinges with the other, right? As you as you look at um, who that who you are through Christ in glory, that is what gives you the authority to to understand and appropriate the believer's declaration of legal rights. And again, one like we've talked about, so much of this is geared towards giving a victory and and a a step forward right now, not like in the sweet by and by. And I think, you know, I always go back to Jesus said, I come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Um, and he doesn't, he, he talks about, you talked about it actually in the last episode. He doesn't talk about this at some time in the future. He's talking about literally right now, Glenn. And that's what's so important about, I think, these teachings. I think it's what's so important about all the resources that are available to you at thereppleminute.com. Everything, if you notice, is available to you uh, really free of charge, Glenn. I mean, it's a it's a thing that you do. Uh, really, it's your ministry. And, and what we're trying to do is share these teachings. And it's not a case where somebody's saying, oh, you need to uh, do a financial contribution or anything like that. It's literally you're working to get the word of God out. Amen. Amen. It, it is. Uh, this is a uh, as a businessman, this has just been a, a, a great way. And as, as the Holy Spirit is revealing uh, himself to me, I just like sharing it out. And I want to encourage others, uh, do what we're doing, is, is uh, uh, start writing down uh, how God is speaking to you through the Holy Spirit and write it down, send it out. We have so much technology now that you can do the same thing. Send scriptures out because the word of God does not return void. And be careful if you're sending scripture to lay a guilt trip or condemnation trip, maybe hold up there. This is the love of God. We're teaching the love, the redemption of what Jesus did. And we're, you know, people are already walking in that condemnation. We want to set them free by God's love on them. And so let's share his love every place we go and use the word of God because they're looking to come out of that darkness, that darkness, uh, and to understand the redeemed identity and the innocence of who they really are. We want to bring the kingdom of light into people's lives. Yeah, so well said, Glenn, because I was thinking one of the recent episodes that we did uh, in the Kingdom Living series, you were talking about exactly Exactly. That was the, that was the point is to understand who you are in relationship to Christ and in the kingdom. And that it is really, as you spent some time teaching in that episode about agape love. And that's a that's an unusual concept uh, that you don't really necessarily often get taught about. But as you understand it, you understand the love of God and you understand why everything flows from that. So, again, uh, Glenn, in just a moment, I'm going to ask you to pray us, pray, pray for everybody within the sound of our voices. But I want to make sure that you know, if you're viewing this, that you can access all these resources at the uh, repleminute.com. And that means all the episodes of the Kingdom Living uh, go back. It's it's really almost a college level 
um, study by this point, if you work your way through everything, all the tools that are there, you can access the REPL Minute. That's that daily Monday through Friday biblical motivational piece that Glenn has been doing since 2006. They're all there. They're all archived. You can also uh, actually decide if you want it delivered into your uh, inbox every day. It's a great way to start today. You just literally leave your email. We don't ask you for anything else beyond that. Um, there is a link that, uh, Glenn, if people want to obtain their own copy of Fraud, What God Has Say About the Tactics of the Enemy, there's an opportunity that links you and you can go get your own copy at uh, Amazon, you know, as, a, as an example. But one of the things that I, I think is important, Glenn, we've talked about this too, is that this book, because it's so uh, so unassuming and it's so uh, unintimidating, is it makes a great Bible study. So you get together with some of your friends or colleagues, and there's 40 bite-sized chapters, very easy to read a chapter together, then have a good discussion amongst yourself. So you can find that there. You can also find the entire fraud series right on the site as well. So all these tools are available to you. And if this is having meaning and impact for you, by all means, please share, like, and share, and uh, share this with your friends or colleagues. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on LinkedIn, but the most, you can find us on YouTube, but the most important thing is to find this good teaching and share it with those that are in your path. Yeah, yeah, yeah thank you, Terry. See, because one of the things too that I really encourage people is uh, take the book, uh, mark it up, ask questions on it, just underline everything, and put the date that you started because it's an easy read and maybe get three or four of them at one time and, and, and share with some others and go through it uh, but after you've done it personally go give it away to somebody and and tell them because because that's the way that the word spreads and it's just so important uh that we're speaking life into people because there's there's so much we see the darkness but the light has overcome the darkness and we and we want to help people understand their identity that they can be face to face with the lord now no, I was just going to say, that's so important. And Glenn, by the way, I just wanted to remind uh, listeners and viewers, listen, when you go to those, go to that link at directplaminute.com, you know, this is an international broadcast. We, we're reaching literally the better part of a million people around the globe every 90 days. And one of the things, Glenn, that book is also available. If you have Spanish language friends, that book is available in Spanish. You can get it as an ebook. I would say just get it and make it, make it part of your, uh, next step in growing in kingdom living things, Glenn. Amen. Amen. Well, let's go before the Lord and thank him and praise him. And what an honor it is to be here. Father, we just, Father, we praise your holy name. We thank you for your word because your word does not go void. It returns back with your purposes here. And your purpose is to redeem all mankind, to enter, to have all mankind understand how much you love you love mankind, and you've you've restored us and recreated us back into your image and likeness. We just thank you. We praise you. And Father, we just pray for each person that's listening and hearing. Father, you bring the he your healing uh, to them, that whatever is going on in a broken relationship or our financial difficulties, loss of a job, uh, uh, that your healing, your healing comes into their life, that they would open their eyes and hear and see uh, and hear your voice and see your face. And Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you for your word. 
we thank you for your word. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. 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 Well, another great edition of Kingdom Living. Find them all at therepleminute.com. Thank you for joining us today, and we look forward to seeing you on the next edition of Kingdom Living Podcast with Glenn Reppel.